Hi everyone, you are listening to episode number 26 of the Elysium Project podcast, Nonviolent Communication Part 2 with Micah Salaberrios. I'm your host, Brian Johnson. If you enjoy listening to the Elysium Project podcast, the number one thing you can do to help this movement grow is share our content on social media. It's free to do so. We're also on Patreon and can be found by heading to www.elysiumproject.tv and clicking the big Patreon button at the bottom of the page. For only $3 per month, you can help support this project and we'll mail out a personalized gratitude package right to your doorstep. Today, Micah Salaberrios returns to the podcast to continue our discussion on the topic of nonviolent communication. I wanted to do a part two on this subject matter because of how divided I've witnessed the political spectrum over the past several years. It seems the far left and the far right are only growing with less and less people in the center able to simply have a civil conversation. In this episode, we address this issue and Micah provides his insights on how we can all learn to communicate more effectively and peacefully. Mike Salaberrios, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you, bro. It's good to be back. It is. It's been a while. Are you? You moved, didn't you? You're now in. Um, oh, I don't know if you want to share that on the show. You don't have to. I live. I know. Yeah, it's actually pretty top secret. I'm living. Uh, <laughs> okay, we we won't go there then. In one of the pyramids on Mars, but I won't tell you which one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right on. All right. How you been though? Man, it's it's you know what a fascinating uh, time, right? Yes. It's like wow, like yeah. well, I'm 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 in Texas right now, and okay. it is polar apocalypse, yo, polar oh, apocalypse. Man. Yeah, you are in the middle of of a total climate change there. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it anywhere, and I've lived in New York and Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in cold places, wow. and what's going on here? This the way the snow and hail and freezing, ice all these different flavors of freezing polar weather and it doesn't go away. Yeah. And it just, it stayed. <laughs> no kidding, man. Well, Got a yeah. little bit of Canada going on down there, but I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good right now. I'm like busy just making music, working on a video nice. and uh, learning to uh, day trade and nice. study how markets work. Yeah. yeah are you are you trading like stocks or a cryptocurrency or a bit of both? Uh, both. both. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy the the crypto boom right now. It's always yeah, something I that I, stop. Yeah. It was something that like I knew was gonna eventually happen. It goes down, but it's eventually gonna come back up. So it's good to see that that's finally happening. Oh yeah. 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 Totally. Right on, man. Well, I wanted to have you on the show today. I think we briefly mentioned. Um, obviously over the last year, two years, maybe four years, this whole political climate and the polarization between the division of the left and the right and finding that, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure maybe you, maybe our listeners have lost friends because of political beliefs now. Like it's crazy, the polarization that I've seen and with you, what you do with nonviolent communication, um, 
how this whole came whole idea came up for me that I wanted to contact you was I reached out to a friend of mine, a former school friend growing up, and and instantly we knew we had differing political beliefs. But instead of letting that just hit the wall where we would collide and go no further, he asked me, he like changed the subject of the conversation, was like, okay, so what are you what are you interested in hobby-wise? Do you do any sports now? And I thought that was a really really cool way of approaching it because so often we get in these debates and we clash heads or whatever but heads and then we don't get any further and that's the end of it and I feel like you would have some thoughts on this and ways to approach these sorts of situations because really at the end of the day we're all we, we can all get along but I don't know it's crazy these days so yeah, I got a few thoughts on that, layers of it. First, it's that's a big challenge, religion and politics. Mm. And I've been seeing so much of that this year. Um, and it is a big challenge because we get so emotionally attached. And yeah. once we're emotionally attached, sometimes it's easy to fall into the separation, ego mindset, I'm right, you're wrong. And if you say I'm wrong, now you're saying like everything about me is wrong. Yeah. You know, and like we, we go into fight or flight. So it's re- it can get real intense real fast. Me too. Like it's a challenge. Um, so if you if you're talking with somebody and it's obvious they have a different view than you, they will probably never change. And it's not really like your partner. It's not like a potential lover or a potential right. like so, someone that you're going to be with every single day. And and um, so saying it's not that right. It's just as a passing acquaintance. It's just beginning. Yeah, let it slide, let, let it be, and like get to know them on other levels. However, I've recently had a, um, a friend of mine who got into a relationship and he kept it hidden that he had the opposite <laughs> politics. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. He knew he just did not want to go there. He wasn't like super hardcore about it, so he just like would keep quiet. But she was hardcore the other way. Right. So I eventually said, no, you can't do that. You can't, you're just putting it off the inevitable. And you're not going to be real and you're not going to be able to be authentic. And when you're not real and authentic, you're not interesting. You're, you're, um, you're predictable. You're not challenging. And that's not what keeps an electric, uh, you know, electric feeling in a relationship, that charge, that excitement. Yeah. So, you know, I, I he, he, he does NBC and stuff or he listens to the podcast and stuff. And, and uh, eventually did tell her after they broke up, <laughs> but still it was good to get it off. And be like, oh, I can relax, you know. And then they got through it actually, and, and moved on. So yeah, it's 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 like I said, it's if it's if you don't need to go into it, there's no need to do that. But if it's a long term thing, yeah, definitely, I would say go into it. Hmm. But how do you approach? It? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you did. Yeah, get yeah. to answer the question. You know, you do. Well, gauge I got some more on that. Okay. Yeah. I, how do you approach it would be, well, first you have to, um, like an underlying, let's just talk about underlying principles of NVC, right? One that is so big, so big, so powerful. And if it's all, if it's all you do, it's all you learn from this podcast, it's big, is <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever imply that they are bad or wrong. Right. Unless it's like a factual statement, you know, it's like, I, you know, like, like something like I showed up at 2.30 PM. No, you showed up at 3.30 on video camera, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That's a fact. That's in just, like, it's I'm not debatable. It's a fact. That's red. 
the the flight says this those words on the you know what i mean but if it's like an opinion just don't do it don't don't tell them they're bad or wrong or stupid or chauvinist or any of that no all of that labeling name calling opinions evaluations diagnosis whatever you want to call it don't do any of them and it actually what you discover is it doesn't hinder the communication process you don't need to you can get what you need to get out and feel good and solid and feel like expressed without any labeling judging criticism at all and that whoo it's hard to do it's a big challenge but just that one thing is very very powerful it's not the whole thing but it can definitely make it easier to talk about things like politics and religion because the truth is your opinion is just your opinion your opinion is never a fact the fact is a fact the fact is pretty much indisputable or very like you can check it up everything else is your opinion and it doesn't matter <laughs> you know what i mean that's what that's what our ego doesn't want to hear what do you mean my opinion doesn't matter well it's not a fact so it's it's probably going to imply that they're wrong and you're bad and and you're better than them <laughs> you know like that's those are the, the story underneath every single opinion that we put out totally. so that's one major way major thing don't imply they're bad or wrong um yeah, and then I mean, you, you, go ahead. oh i was just listening to the first podcast uh before the first one that we did get together before uh this episode and yeah, you we, what you really talked about was, you know, owning your feelings instead of blaming and saying mm -hmm. like, instead of you did this to me, I feel uh, so really just realizing putting it back on yourself instead of projecting that energy onto and into someone else. Yeah. And, you know, another great thing. So, OK, so here's that's a real power. I like this theme. Do not imply they're bad or wrong or say your judgments. Keep that to yourself, right? That's big. The other thing is um, if you can just be ready, be on the ready to do emergency empathy because this is a conversation that they're going to get triggered in a second. And so, so, and a lot of times these conversations, we're not talking, it's not really about you know, our emotions generally. You know, it's not like, oh, my feelings are hurt. Let's talk about politics. It's like, no, <laughs> this is more about concept like these conversations about concepts and philosophies right yeah. like ideas of god and ideas of how government and the world should be ran and what's best right kind of ideas like that so a lot of times what we're really searching for is clarity so what one thing we can ask is for people to clarify their beliefs and clarify why they believe what they do instead of saying you're wrong say why do you think that like i want like you know explain to me why do you like this person what makes you think that they're a terrible person? What makes you think they're a great person? What's that based on? So those are the kind of the end results that you want to get to. And that's good to, I think, have that in mind instead of like just proving right or wrong. And yeah. the other thing is be ready to do emergency empathy. As soon as they're like calling you a name, right? So say a conservative and a liberal are talking, right? And the conservative says something and the liberal says maybe they're racist or or they're, uh, you know, or something like that. It goes, goes to this really intense place. Right. Or, or it doesn't matter, the conservative, it doesn't matter. But, but say one of them calls the other person a name just because yeah. they're, they're offended. You know, you're, the conservative says they're like insane and the liberal says they're a conspiracy, this, whatever. As soon as someone does one of those things, instead of reacting, instead of defending, instead of explaining any of that, none of it's going to work. It's not going to work when they're already calling you a name. They can't hear your your logic. They can't hear your reasons. Totally. And if they can, like they can't digest it. They can hear it and it's like, nah, I'm standing my ground until I die. <laughs> you know, like in that moment. Yeah. 
So you well, need emergency I, you, empathy. They call you a name. Yeah, no, yeah, so I, they, I, if they call you a name. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just very interesting because how this podcast all ties together all the different people I talk to and stuff because actually, you know, Dr. David Jubb, right? And you, mm -hmm. yeah, from years ago. A little bit. I mean, yeah. he, he talks a lot about like the brain function and when you're going into that state of aversion and you're using, you're using really that reptilian part of your brain versus the entirety of the frontal lobes of your brain where you're understanding and compassionate. So yeah, totally with what you're saying, you know, that really resonates in terms of brain function. Anyways, I'll let you continue. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, they say it shuts off your cerebral when you're triggered, it shuts down your cerebral cortex. Yeah. And, and you're, and you're back in the fight or flight and you can't hear logic. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're emotion based. You're ready to kill or, or, or survive or, you know, run. It's like, it's real. Yeah. So emergency empathy. So when you're, Soon, like, and that's that. This is the Zen part of it. This is the spiritual path part of it, because in that moment you're talking, right? You, and you're probably gonna be a little sensitive too. Most of us are about politics and religion, definitely. Especially catch us a little off guard. We're not expecting to have this combo. All of a sudden they say something. You're a little triggered. You say something. They're mega triggered. You're a little triggered, right? So there's a <laughs> little bit of tone, you know. And then they get mega triggered and hit you back with the oh boom with the insult that's like partly true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've all and been we're like really mad and in that moment that's the power moment this is the presence moment you're triggered they're triggered and you can either you know you can attack okay that's a fight you can be sarcastic that's gonna be a fight you can avoid now you're just putting it off the fight off for later um you can shut down you can pretend you don't care well, you know and go on and stuff it so all those suck all those options are are not conducive to connection they're not conducive to deeper authentic relationships or solving issues permanently you know so what you could do is just put into a little bit of emergency empathy you just guess how they feel and why mm -hmm. you, know? you have to at that, at that moment at that moment when they when they've insulted you like all you want to want to do is is attack but you have to go, okay, all I want to do is, 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 is react like I normally do to this energy that's in my body and shoot this energy at them with a word or a debt, you know? Instead, yeah. you go, no, I'm not going to do that. And that's all your body wants to do, right? That's all like, ah, no, I'm not going to do that. And that's what's really hard about MVC. But after you learn the principle. It's in that moment, you go, no, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to guess how they feel and why. I'm going to put all that aside, all how wrong what they said, all how hypocritical it is what they just said, all how untrue. I'm going to push it all to the side. Never to, I'm not worried about that. I dodged it. It's like a punch coming at you, dodge it instead of like blocking it, striking back. <laughs> yeah. You just dodge it, you know? And you go, how do they feel and why? So someone just called you, um, I don't know, a conspiracy theorist, right? <laughs> Whatever. So you go, okay, why, wh how might he feel right now and why? Okay, maybe he's, upset he's upset let's say let's say upset okay he's yeah, yeah. upset that's a feeling there's no judgment i'm not saying he's an idiot are you dumb you know no just are you are you upset i'm guessing how they feel are you upset because you think that i believe in conspiracy i, I believe in things without doing my proper research here's the other thing all right so so in that moment right you you went to do that you had to step all the way outside of the triggering moment and that's so hard that's a spiritual path that's the presence you yeah have to be very present 
And you have to be willing to like, oh, I'm not going to defend myself because turn the other cheek a little bit. And then guess, and you do not have to be correct, but you have to be authentic. You have to not imply they're wrong or bad. Okay. You got to be real with your question, not sarcastic, not dumb, not, you know, all these little thousand little games we play with each other that are like hard to pinpoint, but we know energetically we're trying to dig it in them a little bit, you know? So you guess how they feel. And then that that's the magical moment. They can't hear anything. They can't hear your logic, your reasons, your answers, anything. But when you go, are you feeling this way because of this? They go, oh, it's like it's like a it's like a, a shock to the system almost because you're thinking about, about to get into a fight. And now they ask you how you feel and why. And now you have to put your attention in her. You have to go, well, how am how, how do I feel? Yeah. And there was no since there was no uh, judgment, opinion in your thing. They're not triggered. They're not triggered more. Instead yeah. of like when you ask yeah. them that, they would have got triggered more and said they're down a little bit just by that. They're not all the way, but they'll be down just a little bit. Their levels. And then they got to go in and they're an expert. We're, we're experts on ourselves. Ask us about ourselves, a real thing. And not just, are you mad? Are you mad because of this? It's a very, it's, it's like, that's the beauty of NVC. That's little things that make it work. Yeah. You, you can't just be like, are you upset? Are you upset because I didn't do the dishes? You're going to get a response and you get a more accurate response. Are you upset because you think I believe in things that are just basic, that are dangerous to my family? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm gonna, they're, they're, you're going to get an answer from that, from someone, who, even from someone who's triggered, they're going to answer you and they're going to either go no or yes, but they're going to give you more information. And so you take the information and you go deeper. They're like, no, I just think that uh, maybe you're a little naive. Okay. So, so you're, um, concerned that I am naive and maybe that's going to be harmful to me in my life. Like mm-hmm. that's, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, right. And you really want to f- try. Okay. Now it's like a game. It can be almost a game, not a game to win, but a game to like, let's really try to pinpoint how you feel and why. How about that? How about that? That's it's simple. It's just, I'm not condoning. I'm not agreeing. I'm not doing anything except let's just understand where you're coming from and why. And Sometimes they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I do feel like that, right? And then you're like, mm, if the energy didn't shift, if the energy in the, like, in the relationship, sometimes it just lifts. Sometimes it shifts, you know? But if you're like, if it's still there, if it's still there as a static, then that's not it. I don't care if they said yes or exact. If the energy still, that's not it. When you do hit it, likely the energy will shift. Likely they will be open. They will feel understood. They will be uh, silent, ready to hear your... Uh, feedback and they might even cry might even cry and because it's not like consciously we know how we feel all we know is this feeling of anger is here and you're doing that thing so ah cerebral cortex stop that you know whatever and i'm going to shame you so you don't do it again in the future you know what's going to happen that you know all this is going on so that's why it's a challenge (laughs) 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 but it works and it's you mentioned it's about, you know, you tied it into spirituality and living in the present. And that, I'm hearing a lot of that in what you're talking about with this. One of my favorite books is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Me Talk- too. Yeah, yeah. Talking about the ego and how, how we react with ego. And I, I think so many of us, and myself included, I'm guilty of this sometimes, are unconscious to the fact that we're reacting to situations emotionally and we make a lot of decisions based on our emotions sometimes more so than logic i think yeah i mean they say i think most of the time you know mm-hmm. I would because agree. it's good our emotions are, are in tune 
a lot. You know, we have, it's like a lot. I think the more it's smarter really than our brain, but it has weaknesses. Yep. You know, and if, so we can't do it all the time, probably like 80% of the time, 20%, like use your brain, logic, think about it. The rest, uh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a balance uh, for sure. <laughs> and I think something that's, you know, as I mentioned in the beginning with, with my friend, when we had our conversation earlier and we kind of came to that point where we disagreed, like use it, using the tools, as you said, and the emergency empathy and stuff, but then at some point realizing if you're not getting anywhere with that, if you're like spinning wheels, really do change that subject matter to something that you can both agree on. Because for that one little disagreement you might have, I bet you have, you know, 80, like you said, 80% of the rest of the things you do in life, you probably agree on and share a lot in common. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that also goes back to the brain function is the brain tends to get stuck on negative thoughts way more than than a positive like it's way easier obviously we we drown in our negative thoughts and think about them and mull them over versus a positive thought so it's easy it's easy to get sucked into that emotional disagreement and just want to butt heads with that person but but really yeah we we're all people and <laughs> we share a lot in common so yeah i agree are you still teaching classes on this then yeah, you know, I took a bit of a break because I just started uh, learning how to day trade, which is just right. yeah, so fun. It so, is, but so challenging. It is. <laughs> I agree with both of those things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you do it too? I, I've done it in the past, mostly with with cryptocurrencies. Um, like I say, in twenty, I, I was in early on twenty seventeen when Bitcoin was making its its big rise. And then, nice. you know, I made some uh, some decent profits there, and I've really just same as everyone else been waiting because I knew it was going to climb years. back up again. Yeah, no, I know. Right. No, yeah, yeah, I too. thought it would be a little. I didn't bit... think three years though. I was like, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's just skyrocketing lately, and uh, that's one thing I want to talk more on the podcast about as well. I haven't. Uh, I've had one episode on on cryptocurrency, but just the blockchain technology in general and how that can benefit humankind. Because I think a lot of people yeah. they just hear Bitcoin and they don't really really know what it is. It's a way that people are making money, but the technology behind it is so transformative. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I had one uh, one other comment I'd like to make about uh, religion or, or more politics. Really, sure. Is um even even me like on facebook right it's very fascinating to me um as i watch myself use facebook <laughs> so i kind of use facebook for years i've kind of used it a little bit during this last year when things got heated you know and i had like strong points of view um i would end up comp putting a lot of stuff out on facebook and then when i it was it was weird to observe myself as i'm looking through like my alerts or whatever and I'll see people who like my posts and compliment it. And I'm like, well, I barely look at those. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. Someone talks a little smack at me, gets <laughs> all my attention, right? All yeah. my attention. All like, this is what would happen again and again and again. I would immediately drop whatever I was doing and spend like 20 minutes um, writing out my statement on, on Facebook and, and like, uh, get, and then they respond real quick. And now we're in like a, a boom 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 and so there was there was a so one thing was like it was fascinating that 
how we're designed. And I think this is why Facebook is so popular and they, they know this is the things that like trigger us. We, we got, we got energy for, you know, we got energy for those people who disagree with us and call us names. However, so there's a good and bad side of that. The good side was it really, I, I wrote a lot more. I clarified my ideas. And when I was challenged, I had to go do more research. And so I liked that process. So there's something to this energy that happens when we're triggered. It's like, you know, it's not bad. It's not wrong. It just is. It's just a, a thing that can be used, I think, in healthy ways. But what I started doing, but I would still like, I always try to use NVC and I would not. I would fail miserably uh, at using NVC in my little Facebook arguments. But I rarely, rarely ever implied anyone was bad or wrong. You know, oh, I would probably, they're wrong sometimes, but usually on factual things, but it, it's borderline, right? I, okay. Many times I'd be like, dang it, I didn't use NBC. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I just forgot in that moment. However, one thing that I did um, use NBC is I, I would really very, I, I would never insult. I never would just say, you're this, you're a job. I would sometimes say you're incorrect or that's incorrect. Um, but there was also a point when I would realize some people just want to argue. Totally. And so, yeah. So if I'm on, if I'm on there and, and we, and you say something, that's fine. I'll usually say something that really my first, like the responses I would use like, on Facebook, they weren't really NVC, but they were close and they were better than I would. Here's what would have happened if I didn't have NVC, I would have been in endless arguments and I wasn't, I was in endless debates, which I really enjoyed. And then when someone would call me a name, right, you're this, I would go, I would say something like, thank you for your um, unsolicited opinion of me, but you know, you know, you can keep that to yourself next time. But I would say something like that. Just they get one or two of those. A third one, they're blocked. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, we don't. You, we can have a debate and challenge. I, I love that. But it's, if you start calling me names once, twice, fine. Third time, you're blocked. And it made it a lot more peaceful because you could still have heated debates. We don't need to go into the name calling. You know, that's, that's an area that we don't need to go and some, but some people will. And I think you have to block those people or else it becomes a toxic interaction and there's no change. It doesn't matter the logic and, but NVC works. I didn't really use it. I ain't gonna lie. I did not use it. any. I did not use it enough, like hardcore, like, okay, let me do emergency empathy on this person who's calling me names and saying, I'm basically an idiot. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't, but so it was like, I, the, Using just learning NBC and, and, and experiencing how it feels to not say, uh, give your judgment or give or name call anybody. That's powerful. And, and just to like, when someone insults you, never, never insult back, never defend yourself. You don't need to, you don't need to just dodge it. And you can make them feel silly, really, because it really, as soon as someone calls you a name, that's kind of a silly move. You're kind of, you're kind of exposing yourself as immature and emotional and a bully you know, all these things, all these things. But if I go, but if you respond in kind, now you can have a stupid little interaction. But if you let them know, like, hey, I actually just, I just want to debate ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really an idiot. Like you're saying, I, you know, most likely it's probably not true. And you can keep it to yourself. Another thing I would say was, was uh, when, when slander becomes the tool, what? Oh, I can't remember. Something about when slander becoming the tool of the loser, the debate is won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's crazy about all this is how the internet, the coming of the internet and now social media just amplified everything. I mean, you and I are of a generation where we can remember what life was like before the internet. And 
people just didn't unless it was like kids on the in school and on the playground bullies or whatever people just didn't you know uh say all the smack that they can about people online mm. hiding behind their computer or their phone and mm. then you take what social media has done where it's it's really like mobilized this you have a radical left and a radical right in terms of the political spectrum there was uh mm. there was an article i was reading and they did a survey and it was about political polarization i can't remember where this was unfortunately or who did the survey but say so it was 20 years ago the right and the left they they had basically the same amount of polarization in terms of what they believed but the difference is nowadays that the dislike for each side has been amplified so much more and i really think that that is you know as beautiful as the internet is to connect and social media and all that i really think that that had is one of the reasons this has all been amplified so much and you have these these echo chambers that maybe didn't exist as much 20 or 30 years ago yeah i agree but but well they, they didn't exist in that form but they exist in humanity true you know this this whole like what, what's been going on to me has really just let me know like made me look at the bigger picture of humanity who are we who's in control what are we here for how long has this been going on and it seems to me that like what's going on now has been going on since the beginning of mankind. Oh yeah, back in the biblical days and Jesus days in Egypt, there's just been this re- people being brainwashed and controlled and and levels of control and and whoever is in control of the media, even in Egypt, whatever the message to people, it's always lies. Yeah, <laughs> always since a thousand years ago. You know, it's like. Uh, and then there's been always been plagues and stories and man, yeah. Know, I just come back to the oneness of, of me in the present moment, like Eckhart. This all that matters is this moment, and you know what? This moment I'm is usually fine. Exactly. I agree. And I think it is very much on a broad scale that playing out of the human ego and the need for control and mm-hmm. that humanity has always been conquering and slave and enslaving our own kind like, <laughs> like we're, we're, yes. we're pretty god we're just a bunch of apes really that uh you know we're fallen yeah <laughs> well i don't know i don't want to call us apes but like <laughs> we have a dark side we got problems yeah we got problems yeah which is all the more reason and that's like but the, for mvc and that, that's what it comes down to on our person to person if you cannot get along with a person right that's like humanity being at war Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's the same thing. Until we can get along one to one, our whole world will never get along. Totally, we'll be, we'll be at war in, in the world. I have a little. Actually, it's right here. It, it's a little pendant. I'll read it out because obviously the listeners can't see it. It's a Zen, and it says, "If there's light in the soul, there's beauty in the person. If there's beauty in the person, there will be harmony in the house. If there is harmony in the house, there will be order in the nation." If there is order in the nation, there will be peace in the world. So again, exactly what you just said. It all comes down to the wow. individual and finding finding that that mindfulness and solitude within. Where is that from? Oh, it's just like I got it at a little uh, spiritual bookstore thing, just a hanging pendant thing. Wow. Yeah. That's badass. <laughs> we, we got a couple of minutes left here. So before we go... 
why don't you update both myself and the listeners on what you're doing lately, where people can find you. And I think I saw last year you have like a, did you make a board game for NBC? I did. I made that a board awesome. game. Yeah. Tell us it's helpful to that. learn. Well, the board game has been on pause. COVID happened. I was in LA right. ready to like do it and find manufacturing. So it's a little bit on pause. Um, but I do have my book and my audio book out there. And I got some courses coming up. You can, you know, find me through the art of nonviolent communication or the art of NVC. Um, books on Amazon, Kindle, Apple, everywhere. Got my podcast. Um, about 30, 40 episodes, The Art of NVC. Nice. Um, yeah, and the game, the game was cool. The game really shows you, uh, it's for like, okay, you want to learn NVC, but you don't get it. Let's play this game two or three times, and then you understand. Because the concepts are pretty easy, and then the game activates your competitive side. So it's not like a game like Scrabble or poker that you can play for years, but it's a game to like get some ideas across in a fun way. A couple, It's fun like first two three times and it's fun to like introduce people to the concepts and play the game you know like for instance getting uh, is it a fact or an opinion you know and then right. if you get that right you get to roll the dice and then go you know kind of like parcheesi style yeah um yeah that's that's so cool right on that was an awesome conversation thanks again for coming on the show micah yeah man thanks for inviting me fun to be back for sure yeah we'll like uh, we'll keep in touch and maybe we'll have a part three coming up one day okay i'm down for that all right right on thanks again thank you for listening to the show today remember if you like what you just heard the number one thing you can do to help support this vision is share this episode on social media with your friends and as always if you want to we really appreciate any and all of you who support us on patreon by heading to www.elysiumproject.com TV. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.